if talking about porn makes my child curious and they go look for it? And welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car with you each week, answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. This question reminds me that there are actually a lot of different places that young children start learning or being um, exposed to messages about sexuality. It's not just porn. Uh, it is TV, magazines, advertisements that they might see on the side of buses or bus shelters or billboards, um, things that we as their parents say or don't say, there are lots of different messages that they receive that help start shaping what they believe about sex. And so um, when we are thinking about maybe not saying anything so that um, we don't uh, say too much or maybe provoke them to go and explore and try and find information, then we're actually really closing the gate when the horse is already bolted out onto the farm right? Because children are getting messages all the time about human sexuality. So let's think some more about this question and work out some of the things that you can proactively do to help your child develop a healthy, um, self-assured approach to learning about their sexuality in the world around them and all the messages that the world gives them. A few years ago, a friend of mine asked her six-year-old, uh, what sex? And that six-year-old, even though they had never had any conversations about it, said, okay, well, it's when the woman climbs on top of the man and plays with his nipples. It makes me laugh, right? Because where did that child get that information from? I'm sure no adult said, oh, by the way, you might not know what sex is, but let me tell you, the woman climbs on top of the man and plays with his nipples. You and I both know, right, that sex is so much more than that. It's not just about between a woman and a man. It's not just about nipples. In fact, sometimes it's never about nipples, but I digress. I remember when I was seven or eight playing in the local park near uh, the house that I was growing up in at the time. It's in a small rural town outside of Melbourne. And my brother and I found a pornographic comic of course, like I'm dating myself now, this was before internet stuff, but in the little hollow of a tree, there was two or three pages of a pornographic comment, comic um, showing women and men and penises and vaginas and vulvas. And I remember sort of thinking, ooh, this was a top secret thing. So even then, I had um, internalized the idea that this sort of stuff was secretive and we didn't really talk about it. So point one, answering the question, what if talking about pornography makes my child go and search it up? The reality of it is, children who have all the information they need and they have no more questions about it because they have access to books and adults who talk about sex and relationships and puberty and bodies all the time are less likely to go and try and find uh, porn online. Oftentimes searching for porn is a sign that a child doesn't have enough information. Point two, I have already said that there are lots of different places and ways that children um, get information about 
human sexuality and bodies and sex, not just in porn. They can get information by watching movies or overhearing adults talk or listening to the radio or reading books, things that give subtle information about sex that we might not even realize is a message about sex. And it's really important when children are, first of all, have access to online resources and maybe they are not being supervised by an adult if a child is going to school or a childcare facility, so in another environment where you're not controlling everything they do and see, um, if they go on a play date to someone else's house, if they are starting school, all these different scenarios mean that um, they can get information that you might not realize they have. So it's really important to have conversations about um, the fact that they might see naked bodies or um, private parts, genitals of bodies on some sort of a screen. And when we say that to our child before they actually see it, then their brain goes, hang on a minute, I know something about this already. My parent talks about this sort of thing. I can go and ask for their help if they feel worried or anxious about it. Here's a third point. If adults don't talk about sex in the media, or another word for that is pornography, then it's not that their child is not going to get information about sex in the media or pornography. It's that their child is going to get information from somewhere else and probably somewhere far less credible, like maybe another child who is the same age as them, who has got the information for from an older siblings. We can't protect our children from the realities of the world, particularly when it comes to sex. So this question is lovely because it's wanting to protect a child from unnecessary sort of hassle and maybe unnecessary worry about something they see online that make, might make them feel icky. It also might make them not feel icky. They might just be curious. So um, as parents, we need to understand that um, information is power for our children. And when they have unanswered questions and there is a culture of silence um, in a household or between the adults uh, that they have the most interaction with, then those children uh, do not have the same support to develop healthy and uh, critical and um, sort of smart attitudes to anything to do with sex, any messages to do with sex that they might see in the world around them, whether that's on a screen, whether that's in porn, whether that's a magazine or a film. They need us to have these conversations so they have the information to be able to critique what is okay, what is a bit weird, and what is just plain wrong. So let's sum up. Point one, Kids who have all the information they need are less likely to go and search out porn to learn something new. Point two, kids get a lot of information about sex that is not from porn. It's from the world around them. And when our children are starting to move out into the world, even this, that's just to go on a play date or go to school, they need to learn about sex in the media from the parents, the adults that they trust the most. And three, if our child doesn't get information from us, they're going to get it from somewhere else. And I don't know about you, but I don't want that for my kids.
This episode of Sitting in a Car is brought to you by the Become a Comfortable Parent Workshop Series. The Become a Comfortable Parent Workshop Series does exactly what it says on the tin. It helps parents, just like you, learn to become more comfortable talking about puberty, bodies, and sex. To make sure you don't miss out on the last time this is running this year, head on over to sarahsprowl.com forward slash comfortable. sarahsprowl.com forward slash comfortable to make sure you're notified the next time Become a Comfortable Parent starts. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. And while I've got you here, can I ask for your help? Would you write a review or give a star rating to sitting in a car? When you do that, other parents just like you are able to find the information and support they need to do this part of their parenting even better. Thanks for that and bye for now.